Mississippi this weekend, so we're able to do uh, the show here together tonight. Uh, we're gonna be watching the ball game together tomorrow. Yeah, I think this is for the first time this season. Yeah, it's the first time this season. I'll get to watch the game with uh, my family, so I'm really looking forward to that. Excited! It's a big game. We're gonna preview it tonight, man. I'm really looking forward uh, to tomorrow, 11 a.m. I mean, look, people are upset, Zach, about this 11 a.m. kickoff. I'm not. I'm not too upset. I'm not upset about it. I'm I really think I'm not. okay with it, too. Like, I mean, number one, obviously everybody's been talking about the stats. Like, since oh, since 2000, LSU is undefeated in um, yeah. morning home games. I mean, 11 a.m. kickoffs. So, uh, and a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, well, who, who'd you play? Well, out of the eight, only two of them were Utah State, Appalachian State. The rest were SEC games. Yeah. So, I'm not against it. And I think because the whole – uh, stigma, like everybody was upset, you know, it's a lemonade kickoff, blah, blah, blah. But I think everybody's kind of rallied behind it. We're like, hey, let's pack it out. I think it's going to be a it's going to be a slam crowd tomorrow. I think it's going to be jumping. Well, it sold out like on Tuesday, I think. Right, right. And, and of so, course, there's still tickets being sold on the aftermarket. Yeah. But yeah. but still, a sold out crowd, Um, I, I think it's going to be jumping at 11 a.m. tomorrow. I, I mean, I hope so. Tiger fans know what to do. Tiger fans know what to do in Death Valley. I mean, top 10 team coming to the country. You, you can't. In your whole, whole you can't, you you can't know, come into a sleep. Out. Yeah, you can't You can't let this be a sleepy game. This is fixing to be jumping. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the environment. I think it's going to be great. I, I mean, mean, think about Texas, Texas, Alabama. I mean, they, Texas yeah. had that place jumping. We, I mean, we were at the Florida game last year, the last 11 a.m. home, uh, 11 a.m. Uh, home kickoff. Uh, we were there and it was, it was loud. Yeah. And the stadium was rocking. And you Even know what? After Low, the season yeah, that they were having. The season we had. TDP goes for the, you know, single game rushing record for LSU. It was a, an incredible win. It was a great win. I mean, you, you kind of put Dan Mullen on the hot seat. Or did we put him out? Kind of. I mean, basically. So, yeah. And then, and then, I think and then Edo I, was I'm pretty fired sure he, the next I'm day. pretty sure he lost that game. And then he played an FCS school or a cupcake school the next week and they really struggled <coughs> yeah. and then i think it was after that i, I mean can wrong. you not i mean just imagine like where we were at that point last year compared to where we are now <laughs> yeah. i mean i mean nobody what a roller coaster of emotions like we're going to that game we're expecting to lose you win it and tdp breaks the single game rushing record and then Sunday morning, they fire Ed Orgeron. We were we were trying. We were literally like, trying to get rid of the tickets. Like we were, actively, we were trying to sell them. Actively trying to sell yeah, the tickets. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't. 
Yeah. I'm glad we did. We had, we had bought them for dad's 50th yeah, yeah, birthday, 50th. you know, we, and I think that was in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was in 2020, so, you know, LSU. No, 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 no. It was last season, 21. No, I'm saying we bought the tickets in 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure we bought them in December. We we brought them pretty early, so we made sure we we bought them them. early. Uh, I can't remember exactly the the time, but we bought them early. And so, you know, we were expecting LSU to have a better season after struggling in 2020. And, you know, but they they came out there and they they won. Yeah, it's been awesome. So I'm I'm not upset about it. 11 a. I mean, obviously, you like primetime games, but I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Um, Zach, just a little extra here before we get into the preview game. Um, I know you want to talk fall scrimmage, uh, which, which we got to here for briefly. Well, oh, before we get into it, we will have a little bit shorter of a game to, uh, game show tonight. Um, we're we're going to be headed to the game Friday night football after uh, our show, so we're, we're cutting it a little short tonight um, so, so we can get out to the high school game. Um, Zach, Thursday night, Ricky Collins – Woodlawn uh, against Zachary and Eli Holsting. Eli Holsting finally made his return after his injury. Uh, I mean, Pete, Ricky Collins continues to impress, dude. Yeah. I mean, he, he made some great plays. Uh, I mean, it was an ESPN-casted game. It, I mean, I think it was a great thing just for Louisiana High School just to have them on ESPN in that way. Yeah. I mean, Louisiana, Louisiana high school football is on another level, and we know that from the talent that is produced for – the recruits, but it was awesome to watch, you know, a future Tiger at QB position play. He played well, played well. I mean, I've said this before, and I I, I think that him and Eli Holstein are honestly the top two in the state. And, yeah. and of course, that, you know, that includes Arch Manning. But uh, if you listen to the the analysts, the, the, the recruiting guys that are actually going to these games and actually watching these games – a lot of them will say that Eli Holstein, number one, Ricky Collins, Arch Manning, kind of battling out for number two. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, from what I've seen, I like Ricky Collins over Arch Manning. And that's not just me being a biased LSU fan because because Ricky Collins was coming to LSU, is coming to LSU. I was saying that whenever he was committed to Purdue. Well, also, I mean, now nah, don't get me wrong. I think Arch Manning is athletic, but I think Ricky Collins is a more athletic player for sure. Um, than Arch Manning is. Arch Manning is not lacking in athletic ability, but I just think Ricky Collins is a little bit more special from a talent perspective, athletically. Um, so yeah, it was it was great to see that. But Zach, fall balls kicked off. LSU returning tons of talent, bringing in tons of talent. Yeah. Number one high school recruiting class in the country. You got some steals to stay home. Uh, with LSU, not stay home, to stick to their commitment, not yeah. go to the draft. Guys like Gidry, guys like Kling, guys like Chase Shores, number one high school recruiting class in the country, and the number one transfer portal class in the country, Tommy yeah. Tanks, look, Christian Little, Thatcher Hurd. Look, I know it's early. I know it's early, guys. I know y'all want to hear football. We're about to talk LSU football uh, and get into this Tennessee preview. But um, <coughs> as y'all may know, recently they've been doing some scrimmages, and – your LSU Tigers have been have been hitting out of the park a lot, a lot, a lot. Now I understand it's a scrimmage, I understand that, but like Gavin, nine minutes ago, Jack Merrifield hit another one. Nine minutes Jack, ago, Jack Merrifield. Jack Merrifield. <laughs> yeah, like a guy that didn't really contribute a whole, whole lot last year. 
Yeah. Gavin Gidry has the longest home run of the of all the scrimmages that they've played so far. I think they've played maybe two, maybe three scrimmages. Um, Gavin Gidry hit one that was 422 feet. Wow. Yeah, the longest of, of all the scrimmages. And I'm pretty sure let – me, let me count here. One, two, three, let's see, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Let's see. I'm pretty sure it's 12, 11, 12. Yeah, 12 home runs already hit in these scrimmages by LSU Tigers. Paul Skeens started it off with the first two himself. Bro, how, how impressive is that? That Paul Skeens is such a like he's pitching for for this the Sunday scrimmage. Yeah, and he's also cranking home runs. I yeah. mean, what a huge player out of the transfer portal! Massive, massive, massive. Uh, I, I mean, mean, he's hit three. He's hit three. He had he had the first two to start, and then he hit one uh, about an hour ago. And like, dude's already hit three home runs, and you, as you said, he's pitching in the the, the lineup, third game scrimmage. The lineup is going to be scary. How do you find exactly. a spot for all these guys? I, I, mean, I don't know. There's not going to be a spot for all these guys. Um, you're going to have to just go with. Let me tell you this though, Brady Meal has looked good. He's also hit two home runs yep. in the scrimmage. And I'll say this: I know we talked about it a lot last season. I, I honestly think Malazzo is going to have to hit two. 250 around 50 to stay on the field. Leah Van uh, reported that he was taking very solid at bats over the scrimmages. That's good. Malazzo was. Uh, I don't. I didn't see any stats related to like how many hits he had or what, but she said solid abs. So I I mean, we'll see. I mean, the the roster is loaded with talent. There's no question about that. For sure. I mean, you LSU has the most talented roster in the country. Uh, I mean, you have. You have guys that are, are going to be first rounders. You have I mean, the best first baseman. You have the be- best the center fielder. The best center fielder in the country. Uh, you have probably the best two way player in the country out of Paul Skeens. You have the best DH in the country slash first baseman in the country in Tommy Tanks. Well, he's been he's been playing third base. Been playing third, but I mean, which is expected. He's the best DH in the country. So uh, it, it's loaded. Uh, I mean, it's loaded. And you got Thatcher Hurd and and Paul Skeens, Christian Little. Uh, the velo for Tyler Floyd looks like it's gone up. Grant Taylor, which, by the way, I said last year, look out for Grant Taylor. Uh, I mean, the fact that he was throwing the fastball as fast as he was and the breaking ball for strikes last year as a true freshman, he was only going to get better, and he has. Uh, yeah. So Grant Taylor, I think, as a true sophomore, is going to be uh, really impressive. Um, so you got arms now. You lacked yeah. arms last year. Now you have arms. Yeah. So it's super exciting. So that's our little extra tidbit um, here at the beginning of the segment, Zach. Obviously, everybody is here who is watching. Uh, they want to hear about the game tomorrow. Uh, so, Zach, what you know? What is your initial thoughts for the game tomorrow? All right. So, listen, I I got to be honest with you. Go ahead, Kenny. Just just, just go. go. For it. Just go. <laughs> All right, there we go. We got we got our friend in the background here. Uh, I told him to turn off the fan because uh, it was making a lot of noise. Um, and he, he was worried he's gonna turn he was gonna turn the light off, but you're good. Uh, okay, so LSU fans, you're not gonna like me. I, I, you're just not. It's it's okay. I'm I mean, more, it's a tough game. I mean, it's, you, you I'm more of a pessimistic game. person, guys. Um, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I'll have to go back and check, but you know I get our picks in for us in the Balcony Bengals. Which yeah, yeah. If y'all haven't checked it out yet, every uh, Saturday morning, late, late Friday night, we yep, will yep. release our 
SEC Picks of the Week uh, on TigersAvenue.com. So be sure to go check that out early Saturday morning or late tonight. Um, I will probably get those done tonight. So we're going to release our picks for the, uh, the SEC with some really good matchups. Some really good yeah. matchups this week. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty positive I'm the only one picking Tennessee. Um, and, and that's okay. In our group. I we mean, don't we, need those bad vibes. We we've got eight of us picking. So I, I want to start it off by saying I think that this is going to be a very close game. Um, yeah. I, I fully believe that LSU can win the game. Uh, I don't think by any means that that they're going to get blown out or anything like that. Um, their defense is going to keep – them in this game like they have the rest of the season yeah um the two biggest things that worry me obviously has been the slow starts um if lsu has a slow start like they have in the last three big power five games it's it's gonna be be very difficult for them to play catch up uh as it was for the last last three games this is a different offense that they're facing um of, of a greater magnitude it's going to be very difficult for them to play catch up if they yeah. get in that situation. So I think if if they have a slow start like they have in these last three big Power Five games, I, I think it's over. Um, I mean, you would have to have a incredible performance by the defense in the second half. Yeah. Um, which is which is honestly that's what they've been doing. They've been having really good second halves. Which is kind of weird because you know typically your defense tires out right, and has right. less. Uh, you know, less of a better half in the second half than they do the first half defensively. But they have started slow and then been awesome defensively and only held held, held those three opponents to three points in the second half. So I say all that, um, but I just really feel like in this game, that is going to play a major role. Now, here's, here's the reason why I'm picking Tennessee to win this game. And I, I know y'all hate me. I know. I understand. <laughs> but, but you better believe me. That I will be going nuts if my if my pick is wrong. You better yeah, believe of course, me for of sure. Course. I'm going to be rooting for them. I'm not going to be rooting against them just because I'm picking Tennessee to win. I'm be rooting for the Tigers. But here's the biggest reason that I'm picking Tennessee. LSU's pass offense has yet to <clears throat> show me that has yet to show me what I need to see in order to pick LSU to win this game. Um, and here's why. Because, yes, Tennessee has a really atrocious secondary, but um, Tennessee's defensive front seven is pretty good. Um, And LSU got the run game going a little bit last week, but I think because you've got a Tennessee front seven that's that's pretty good, that they're going to limit LSU on the run, and then the LSU's going to have to rely on the pass. And – I and because they're gonna have I and because I believe in this game they're gonna have to rely on passing <laughs> the football yeah. to keep up to what Tennessee's offense is gonna do. Because of that, that's why I'm picking Tennessee because LSU's passing offense has yet to prove to me that they can go out and sling it around. I mean, you've got absolute studs at wide receiver in yeah. Kayshawn Booty, Malik Neighbors, Dre Jenkins, you gotta get them. and they, they they've not gotten in the ball. They have not got them. Now, I heard an interesting take by Ryan Clark um, uh, uh, earlier today. He wants to see better passing routes yeah. by the wide receivers. Um, he mentioned, you know, Sean McVay and um, Sean Payton. 
uh, and and Shanahan being able to scheme guys scheme guys wide open, wide open. even though they're you're playing fantastic defenses. Um, LSU needs that from Mike Denbrock because you yeah. have the playmakers that when they just get the when they get their hands on the ball, they're able to make plays. I mean, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen Malik Neighbors do it. We've seen, of course, Brian Thomas do it. Like we've seen Jack Best do it in the past. We've seen Kayshawn Booty do it in the past. All these guys, we've seen them been able to make plays once they get it in their hand. But that's been yeah. the problem is LSU hasn't been able to throw the ball deep and get it in their hands. And 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 Jaden struggled with the short to intermediate passing. So that is my biggest concern. Uh, and that's the reason I'm picking Tennessee because I think I think LSU is going to have to play, uh, you know, catch up ball. I think they're going to have to outscore them. Yeah. And I just don't have enough hope in their passing game in order to confidently pick LSU uh, to beat Tennessee in this game. Um, I, and, boy, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Now, yeah. as I said, the, ten, the the reason I believe this game will be close is because I, I think the defense is going to keep you in it. And I'll say this. I'll say this. And Reagan may may, uh, may talk about this a little bit too. If LSU scores 28 points, if LSU scores 28 points in this game, Tiger fans, I I'm feeling really confident. I'm feeling really confident because I do feel like LSU's defense can hold Tennessee's offense to 28 to 24 points. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're about to find out. We're about to really find out about this defense. They've been really impressive the first five weeks. This is your biggest test. This is your Your biggest biggest test. test. We're about to really find out what this defense and mainly this secondary is made of. Um, Now, not them not having Tillman is, is that's still up in the air. Uh, Not. Yeah. I think it's a, it might be a, Possible game time decision. A, I'm it, not sure. It's, I haven't, it's I haven't seen be, anything official. It's going to be a close decision, you know. Um, but I mean, not having Tillman against Florida didn't stop them. So, um, well, they have other is, guys. This is going to be weapons. This is going to be LSU's biggest test defensively, obviously, and and yeah. probably is going to be their the biggest test of the season. I think it is the biggest test of the season defensively uh, because everybody else the rest of the way including Bama has just really struggled to be as explosive as Tennessee offensively. I understand Bama's Bama has looked like Bama has, but uh, even them have, have struggled uh, early on in the season. So this is definitely going to be the biggest test for LSU defensively. Um, And when you combine that with my, my not confidence, uh, me being not confident in LSU's, passing game again even even with Tennessee's atrocious yeah. secondary that's why I'm picking the Tigers uh we'll get to my tools for success in order for LSU to win this game uh but yeah that's 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 kind of my preview I mean it's it's hard to deny anything you're saying because I mean you're 100% right um <clears throat> you know this is your true test and also with the with the defense this is the fastest team in the country when, when in terms of getting to the next play. From play to play, they're the fastest team in the country. They they play up tempo, very quick, very fast. So you, I mean, you the defense has got to be on their toes. Uh, I mean, all game they're going to play very quick. Um, now, I mean. That that kind of limp when you play up tempo like that, when you play really fast like that, 
that also limits how much you motion and shift and try to throw off the defense. Um, so it's kind of like a pro. I mean, there's pros and cons with every every way you do an offense or a defense. Yeah. Like the pros with the up tempo is like you're you're gassing it, right? You you could be wearing a defense down. You're not substituting, so the defense can't substitute you wearing the guys down. You're getting plays. You're running them. But the other thing is is if you have a solid defense on the other time on the other side that's done their film work that can read the offense very well. You when you run an up tempo offense like that, you're not running as much motion. You're not running as much. Uh, different sets, right? Like it's boom, 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 boom. So it also puts Tennessee in a, in a predicament where you might be predictable for a good, solid defense that can that can read an offense well. Uh, so for for the defense to keep up, I mean, you just got to be set and you got to look at what they're showing you. And is it something you've seen on film? Is this something you've watched? Because you know they're watching film. You know they're studying uh, film for this game. Um, but look, um, it, it's, it's going to be a test to all your, your stamina, uh, your conditioning, which so far I think LSU has been great when it yeah. comes to their stamina and their conditioning. I would um, agree with I, that for sure. I mean, you have in the second half, you've looked more physically ready than teams. I would argue you looked more physically ready in the second half against Florida state. Uh, sure. I agree. you and against Mississippi State, you definitely were. You, I mean, you and against just Auburn, you definitely were. You, against Auburn, you definitely were. Um, so can your conditioning keep you with the up tempo offense, and can you get enough stops to give the offense a chance? And so far, that's exactly what LSU's defense has done. Um, you have a lot more weapons. Uh, for ten for Tennessee than Auburn has than uh, Florida State has um, than Mississippi State has now Mississippi State I, I mean we we can't just act like the Mississippi State thing didn't happen though Will Rogers is a great quarterback I mean I think I think A and M is a, I, I was about to say I, I think A and M is a fraud of a team but they hung forty five on A and M yeah like they, and A and M has like a pretty decent defense they torched them. And LSU held them to zero points in the second half, right? Yeah. Or three. Three points. And, I mean, you kept Will Rogers in check. Uh, I mean, Hinton Hooker may be a little bit better, more athletic than Will Rogers, but Will Rogers is no slack. So, I think LSU's defense has been tested to a certain level. And also, State did run a little up-tempo, up, up not near as fast as Tennessee did. So, you might be prepared for this game as the defense and get enough stops. The question is, and, and I'll tell you right now, I do think LSU's defense gets stops. I, I think that the the crowd is going to be involved in this game. As much as people have dreaded 11 a.m. kickoff, I think the crowd will be a factor. And I think if the defense is making plays, it's going to be huge. Yeah, and it's going to um, ignite that. And, and it'll, yeah, it'll ignite that even more. So I think – that the defense does get you stops. And I think they get you more stops than, than you think. Um, I'll agree with that. You have to, you have to, as an offense, do your job. Your defense has helped you a lot. They've kept you in games where the offense has done just enough to get the job done. 
against Auburn, you really just did enough. Now, against State, they ran away with it. Um, but against Auburn, you barely did enough. The good thing is Auburn was in the plains, and the, the crowd was in it until the very end. This time, the crowd's in your favor. Yep. And that's how it was with State, and we ran away with it. Um, so, And even when you were on the road and the crowd wasn't in your favor, you ran away with it. Correct. So, um, Not necessarily ran away with well, it. That's that what I was about to say. With Auburn, you, you, you kind of just got the job done. So <clears throat> here's my thought with the offense. Um, um, I, I think the defense continues to play good. I do. And I, I think agree. they do enough. I think the defense, regardless if you win or lose this game, does enough for you to win this game. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Regardless if you win or lose, I still think the defense does enough for you to win to this win. game. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, in other words, what I'm telling you is this game relies on LSU's offense doing their job. For sure. Um I mean, as we saw earlier in the week, uh, maybe some of you have seen this, maybe not. Zach, I know you've seen this, and we've talked about this. Uh, so, last week, you threw for 85 yards. It was atrocious. It was bad. We're, we're, we're trying to wrap our minds around why in the world a freshman tight end is being featured Targeted in plays. so many times. And, and your elite receivers are not. Um, it, it seemed like there was a disconnect. The timing was just a little bit off, right? The throws were just a little ahead, a little behind. Um, so, look, and maybe maybe Jaden needed a little bit more trust. Maybe the receivers needed a little bit more trust in Jaden. So, they had the players-only meeting. They had the players-only meeting. What that means, what comes of that, I mean, I don't know. But I think it's a great step regardless in a quarterback and his receivers recognizing a problem. Yeah. I mean, that was a problem, and they're not shying away from that. They're saying, we got to fix this. Yeah. And as a team, I think, number one, it shows leadership for Jaden to run a meeting, players only. Uh, I think it, it shows taking responsibility, and I think it shows taking an initiative to try to fix a problem, yeah. which are all three great things yeah. for a team. Um, you're playing so so far <coughs> the worst pass defense with Tennessee in the SEC. Their run defense is solid. And lastly, last week you relied heavy on the run. So this week you might not be able to run as much. So you're gonna have to pass. Yep, you're gonna have to pass. I think Jaden has the skills to put the ball in the receiver's hands. I think the receivers a hundred percent have the skills to go get the ball and make plays. I think there was a trust issue. I think there was a hesitancy also from Jay. Maybe not just as like distrust in the receivers. I think there was a trust problem in himself. You know, new team, new players were in the game. Doesn't want to turn the ball over. Doesn't want to turn the ball over. Can I fit that ball in that narrow of a window? Can I make this pass? You know, you got to, you got to, as a, and, and this goes back to coaching. You also got to set the game up to begin with. You got to have confidence building throws. Make this throw. All right, now make the next throw. Now make the next throw. All right, now let's play play it. Now let's run the ball a little bit. Then we'll run play action and we'll rip the top off now that you build some confidence up. 
you've got to call plays to where your players can also build confidence. Yeah, that's a good point. So I think it's all of them. And Brian Kelly made that very clear. You know, the receivers probably got to catch the ball a little bit better. Yeah. Jaden probably has sure. to trust it a little bit better, throw a little bit better. And we got to coach better to get these receivers more involved. Yeah. Um, so I think the next, I think what we got to realize is the coaching staff recognize the problem, the players recognize the problem. So I think there's going to be a clear asserted effort tomorrow to throw the ball and get downfield. I am okay. And even Brian Kelly said he's okay with a few interceptions. If you're being aggressive and you're trying to push the ball downfield. Now, obviously you can't be reckless. Yeah. And I think that's where you get into the realm of Garrett with Garrett Nussmeyer is it's a little reckless. Yeah. He can sling it down there and he may throw a bomb of a touchdown and you're like, Holy crap. But if you turn the ball over three times now, like that's, that's kind of game changing. If you're turning oh, the ball over sure three times, I think yes. two times is game changing. Right, um, you're altering the, the the outcome of the game if you're you're over two t- two turnovers. Yeah, um, but if you're throwing one interception, just being aggressive, trying to push the ball, I'm okay with it. Let's trust our receivers. Let's make some plays. And tomorrow, I think we do see an asserted effort to throw the ball. And if you want me to be honest, Zach, I trust our receivers more than. I, I take our receivers over Tennessee's defense all day long. I will say, I, I will say this: when you look at uh, the margin between offense and defense, like when you look at LSU's defense versus Tennessee's offense, and you look at the margin there, Tennessee obviously has the nod there. I think you can nod. Sure, yeah, yeah, they've yeah, got absolutely. the advantage there. Yeah, absolutely. but then when you look at LSU's offense against, um. Tennessee's defense, LSU's offense probably gets the nod there yeah. a little bit. The difference in this game, and I won't say this, I've heard people say, well, the margin the margin between LSU's offense and, and Tennessee's defense is a greater margin than LSU's defense versus Tennessee's offense. I don't necessarily agree with that because I don't think the offense has done enough to prove that. Yeah, yeah. And so the difference in this game is going to be that very thing, which – which side of the ball is going to create a larger margin? Is is LSU's defense going to bring the margin closer? Yeah. Uh, or is LSU's offense going to spread the margin even farther? Um, that That is going to be a, a huge thing to follow during this entire game. And here's, here's one thing I also want to see, Zach, and I don't know if we'll see this. This is just my personal opinion. We, we, we won't see this. Let me put it that way. Well, I'm not going to say won't because – I'll never say, you know, we won't see this. I would rather see a running back take a series. You have this series. Yeah. Rather than a sub in, sub out. Because, uh, you know, you'll see a few plays with Josh Williams and you'll see a few plays with John Emery. Like, I think Josh Williams and John Emery is your guy right now. Like, without with, Arma- with Armani out there, your guys. And Josh Williams, I think, runs hard and physical and he's reliable, dependable. Picking up blocks. So I think he's your starter, and I think you give him a series. You know, I'm talking aside from the – obviously from the passing game now. I think, they're again, with the passing game, you're going to see asserted effort. And I think – I like our receivers. I think our passing does become successful tomorrow. I'm not saying it's going to be at an elite level. Like, it's just going to be like, wow. But, but I think success. we see some success Yeah, uh, more than we have uh, in the past yeah. few games. I don't think they're going to be throwing for under 100 this game. 
No, no, you're not. Um, you're definitely going to throw over 100. If you do, far. you're losing by a lot. Oh, yeah. If LSU throws over – if they do what they did last week, you're losing this game by double digits. Yeah, you're losing by at least two touchdowns. Um, to, to now to the running backs, I would like to see them start off with Josh Williams because I think he's your starter right now. And when they give him the ball, they, he runs hard. And if he's running hot-handed, bro, just keep him in there. Yeah. And then when John Emery got hot last week, keep him in there for that keep whole series. There. Uh, I'd like to see a series by series, but I mean, of course, personnel is not up to me. I mean, they're going to run their personnel how they see fit. Um, but I think LSU, like, I, so to get to my prediction, because we're we're 34 minutes in now, <coughs> we need to get to a break and do our TA's tools for success. Um, I think, like I said, LSU's defense does enough because I love our defense. Uh, I think our defense has proven themselves. And I think they step up in this big-time game, uh, a home crowd behind you. I think the defense does enough. Um, I think you said it takes 28. I think it takes 30 or more for LSU to win this game. Uh, I would see, like if to you're see saying them. that, I'm even, I would even more pick Tennessee. <laughs> I would I like, think LSU's going to put up 30. I, I, would I could like, be wrong. I, I mean, they – I like State's defense better than Tennessee's defense, and they put up 31 against State. Um, if you put up 30 points, LSU wins this game, in my opinion. I, I think if our offense put up 30 points, then I think we win this game. Uh, so I think my prediction is going to be 31-28 to 28 LSU. 31-28 LSU. I'm going 24-21 Tennessee. Gotcha. So there, I mean, you have our predictions for tomorrow. That's been our preview. Uh, I think the defense does great. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think the offense does pass the ball well. We'll see if it's enough. I mean, I can't sit here and say I, I, I don't. I don't feel confident enough to sit here and say they're going to do it tomorrow in Tiger Stadium. It's going to be lit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I just can't do that. I definitely can't. I think I I will. That's why I'm saying there will be an asserted effort. Yeah. Is will, the effort going to execute? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. That's that. That's a very good point you make. Now, I mean, obviously, there, a lot of people are thinking this is gonna be a close game. Um, I mean, we've seen we've seen the line go from four and a half down to two and a half, back up to three, and now it's back down to two and a half uh, per Caesars. Um, and then the over unders, the over unders yeah. at sixty five. I think it's kind of high. That's, uh, that's under. I'm, I'm, I would take the under. I'll take the under. I would take the under. Um, that's each that's each team scoring over 32 points. Um, so that yeah, I would take the under uh, on that. Um, but as you as we mentioned, Reagan, as we've we've both seen, surprisingly, ESPN uh, Football Power Index has LSU a favorite in this game, 58 58.3% 41.7. Probably a lot of that has to do with it being home at home. Advantage. Um, so we're gonna see, but neutral this, field. This 50, really, 50. it really is yeah. a coin flip. It really is. It's gonna be. A, I mean, regardless who wins tomorrow, I think it's gonna be a dog fight. I, I really yeah. do. I love for LSU to jump out fast and kind of strongman them. If LSU defense. jumps out fast, I have a major confidence that they. But we haven't done that yet. That's that's probably. Done. I, I think. That, well, we'll get to that. Um, but they haven't done that yet. So yeah. Anyways. All right, we're going to hit a quick break. Well, maybe we can hit a few comments first. I see Tyler's in here. Yep. We'll hit a few comments. We'll hit a quick break. Come back, do our TA's tool for success briefly, and then we'll wrap the show up right after that.
What's Tyler up? Townsend said, what's up, guys? I'm pumped for the baseball season. Yeah, I am too. But right now we're gonna Super focus on football. Excited about baseball. But I did wanna I did want to preview that a little bit, Tyler, Absolutely. because I mean to see all these guys hitting dingers and it's lit. It, it's awesome. I mean, you got like 12 homers in the last like two or three games, the scrimmages that they've been doing. Uh Tyler also said LSU has to implement the screen game and mul- and multiple crossing routes to open up the deep ball. Uh, this will also open up the run too. I would love to see some slip screens to the running back too. Yeah, with some pulling guards, you know, to get it, blockers out in front of them, out in space. I would love. To I would see love that. to see. I'd love to see crossers across the middle as well. Bubble screen to Malik. Bubble screen to Kayshawn. I mean, you think about getting in to, their hands. Think back Just to New Mexico when you got it to BTJ on a little screen and he housed it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. Um, all right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back to wrap up the show and give our TA tools for success. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem, and at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Five-star hero. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. All right, we're back here for our final segment, the TA Tools for Success. Zach, I'm just going to give you mine. Go for it. Right out the gate. LSU has to start fast. You've you've started too slow. Way too slow against Mississippi State, against Florida State, against Auburn. Uh, I kind of gave that in a random order. (laughs) Florida State, State, Auburn. And you even really started slow against New Mexico. Yep. The only game you started quick was Southern. I mean, you started really quick. that was because of multiple turnovers. Multiple turnovers. And you just way outmatched Southern. You have to start fast in this game. And if you do, it's going to play very well in LSU's favor. Yes. Uh, because the crowd will get into it, stay into it. Um, so you got to start fast. That's my number one. Number two, execute in the passing game. You've got to pass the ball well in this game. You are facing the worst passing defense in the SEC. If you can't execute against Tennessee, it's going to worry us for the rest of the uh, season. Yeah. Because uh, you're going to face better opponents in the passing game. You got to execute. Put it in your playmaker's hands. Go score points. Go freaking win this game tomorrow and beat the top 10 team in your own stadium and let the world know that the Brian Kelly era is freaking ushering in. <laughs> That's my TA tools for success. That's awesome. All right. So, my TA tools for success, uh, and this is honestly a cliche at this point, but. Um, you're not going to stop Hinton Hooker, but you need to contain him. Yeah. Uh, you need to contain him. Um, and 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 so that's <laughs> one of them. And this I'm gonna tie this kind of all together with the the passing defense for LSU. Uh so you need to contain Hinton Hooker because he also can take off. Yeah. Um, contain him, make him beat you through the air. Uh, don't let his feet beat you. Make him beat you through the air, which obviously he's a great passer, so you know, you've got to worry about that. But limit him to passing. Yeah. Limit him to passing. Don't let him run all over you and pass all over you. Limit him to passing. And if you're limiting limiting him to passing, then you also need to be able to guard an, on an island. Yeah. Um, because you're going to have to 
have one to two guys worrying about the quarterback yeah. uh, and, and taking off. So you're going to have to worry about DBs being on islands. So you're going to have to be on, you're going to have to cover on an island. Um, so that's, that's really it. It's LSU's passing defense is going to have to execute. So on the flip side of the ball, you know, same thing. Yeah. As much as LSU's passing offense needs to execute, LSU's passing defense needs to execute in coverage. Yeah. Um, my second thing for LSU is, <clears throat> as you mentioned this, Reagan, I wanted to say this. Make and This is really a Mike Denbrock thing. Get passes, make play, call plays that are going to get Jaden comfortable early. Yes. Confident. Give get give him yes. confidence and make him comfortable early. Yeah. Um, I think LSU's offensive line is going to do a pretty well, pretty good job. In you, this get, game. you get Garrett Dellinger back. You we get, didn't mention that. You, you get, get Garrett back. Dellinger back. Um, you know that that's really the, you get really your starting lineup yeah. in this game on the offensive line. So protect JD. Um, but early on, as you're allowing not only JD, but the offensive line to settle in. Yeah. Make make calls. Call, Confidence. Call players. plays that are easy, short routes that can build his confidence. I'm not saying run a screen every day going to play. Yeah. You know, but uh, like Reagan said, maybe run a halfback <laughs> bubble or, or maybe or a slip. slip. Maybe yeah. maybe run uh, a bubble screen. Maybe run some crossers, some quick slants, things like that. Uh, to build his confidence because he will be able to pass the ball on this defense. Yeah. He's going to be a passable. My my third and final thing is LSU fans, Tiger Stadium. Make it jumping, bro. Be loud. Golly. Cause havoc chaos. for that Tennessee chaos. offense. Cause absolute chaos. And then when our chaos. offense is on the field, settle it down. <laughs> let them <laughs> – let, let do their thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I go berserk when they make plays, but – you know, go absolute bonkers whenever Tennessee is on offense. Make it unbearable for Hendon Hooker to be able to call plays and, and make adjustments pre-snap. Make it unbearable. Uh, and I, I know I'm picking Tennessee, but you better believe uh, I am going to be pumped if LSU yeah. comes out and wins this game. And I have to go along with what Reagan said. You know, welcome to the Brian Kelly era if he wins this game. I mean, if he wins this game, all the, what a turnaround. If he wins this years. game, all the freaking bull crap. Brian Kelly don't get his teams ready for the big games. They're never ready for the big games. You can toss it out the window because yeah. this is a huge game. Massive. This is huge. Um, I want to add on a little, just, just briefly here to what you said. You were saying like confidence builders, play builders. I want to see – more designed quarterback runs. There are not JD gets his rushing yards off of scrambles. Yeah. Bro, Bro, there's there's a couple of QB draws they, they, they caught against Auburn. Sure, sure. But a QB draw makes a team so vulnerable. Especially when you have the elite speed and the athletic ability that JD has. Yeah. Bro, you drop back, you do a three-step drop back, and the guys are, you know, running some deep routes. And then JD just tucks it. It's like ten yards, probably. Yeah. Um, if, if you're obviously if you're if your pocket holds, so draw draw. I want to see some more design quarterback runs because we talk about putting the play the the ball in the playmaker's hands. JD's a playmaker. Do that. Yeah. Do that. Uh, I want to see that too. Um, and lastly, and this is completely off, well, it's not off topic, but this is completely random. 
But bro, Tennessee's uniforms for next for tomorrow are. I mean, I love them. Yeah, they're they're kind they're, of they're they're dope. Okay, yeah, they're pretty sweet. So you know what would make it better? They're not if gonna, we beat them in those uniforms. Well, so yes, but you know what would make it better? It, we're not gonna do it. They're not doing it. But if they wore the all whites against that, it would. I mean, it would be sweet. But I, lo- I love their uniforms. I-, I love that smoke. I mean, it's a great look. It really is. But we want LSU to beat them like a but dog. we want them to beat them like a drum. Yeah. All right, guys. We're going to hit a quick break. Well, but do we got some comments? We do got a couple comments. Uh, Tyler what? Towns has been in this thing. Yeah, He's in it. Appreciate Tyler, Tyler's, Tyler's holding down the faithful. comments. Faithful. Faithful. Yeah, we appreciate you, Tyler. I know we'll have uh, listeners come back and, and, and watch later. I know a lot of our listeners at Friday night football games. Uh, he said we're defense- about to go to one. Yeah, we're about to go to one. Uh, defense needs to keep first down plays to minimum. Set up third and long. Agreed. And I'll add on to that, Tyler. Get off the field yeah. on third and long. Get off the field. Yeah. Um, Agreed. He also said, I'm most upset I'm on night shift, so I'm not sure how I'm going to get to watch the game. You might have to sacrifice some sleep, Tyler. <laughs> I'm just going to say. You're going to have to sacrifice some sleep. Maybe maybe you get Stick you, it out, brother. You're going to have to stick it out, my guy, because uh, <laughs> you, you need to be watching this game. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome either way. All right, we'll hit a quick break right after this. We'll wrap up the show. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys, it's been a great show. We've been enjoying previewing these games. Uh, Tyler, appreciate you holding the comment section down. It's been awesome. Hold it, Joe. Uh, I'm pumped for this game tomorrow. Uh, I, I'm not, again, I'm not upset about the 11 a.m. kickoff. I'm ready to go. I'm going to be up as soon as college game day ends. Let's freaking go. I'm excited. Let's go. We're going to watch it together because when LSU yes. scores, me and you're going to go bonkers and just yes. like hug each other yes. and just go berserk. Bur- yes, great. absolutely. Uh, so Tiger fans, it's a big one tomorrow. Y'all be cheering for them. Y'all be loud. And if you're, if you're going to the game, create chaos, uh, keep it a disruptive, uh, uh, environment. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Go Tigers. We'll catch you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five star hero. Take us out. Peace. Who that, who that five star? Who that, who that five star? And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers.